Hello, Hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Uninformed. We have Josh and Artemis with us today. Yes, we are so excited. Kari is not here. Kari is gallivanting all over America. Something about the cabal. I don't know. I don't really understand it. <laughs> Knitting. I don't know. A bunch of weird, random things I don't really understand. Um, but we are so excited to have Josh and Artemis here today who has been suspiciously absent from the internet we didn't know if you guys were kidnapped or you know move into a secret location put under like canadian like i don't know like we have here like the government will like hide you and change your name and so oh, witness protection program there so, yeah witness protection yeah. program and so we are so excited to have you back we love it too because you said you would love to come on as long as we don't talk about ufos and this is one show where we absolutely do not talk about ufos in any <laughs> yeah. goddamn fashion yeah, we're really excited today. And like like you guys said, I mean, we wouldn't have done this if it was UFOs. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I'm really glad that you guys have another show which isn't a part of that. Because I think you guys as well, like we always used to talk about this in like the background, but we always thought your show was more than UFOs anyway. Yeah. Um, I think you guys have like that kind of... Like a broad... Yeah, thing. and just like the way you bounce off each other, I think it's... I, like, I think your show is bigger than UFOs, if that makes sense. You can go further. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm pleased that you guys are doing this, for sure. Yeah. And we were excited to have you guys come on, because I think what's important about, like, this show in particular is, like, bringing everybody's different per uh, opinions and perspectives from all over the world, you know? And so, we were like, oh, my God, how perfect. We have Artemis, who's up in Canada, and then Josh, who's in Canada now, but from the UK. And so, like, all these different perspectives. It's like... We, we, we had to have someone here with Kari gone elsewhere in the world or else it's just three Americans, you know, like <laughs> pumping each other up. <laughs> no, we're also we different. Another, we need another uh, man from the UK. Jack. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We're the first place that we go to. Corey. I don't know. But also because we know we're going to have com conflicting views. And it's yeah. like we're not going to hate each other after the show. So no, I hope we yeah. also, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Uh, fine to disagree with things. It doesn't mean that it literally just means that you just disagree on some points doesn't mean that we can't be friends yeah oh, a conversation really yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. sad that that's just not a common thing mm -hmm. we all know that i mean you know we saw especially like here in america when uh elections happen and stuff i mean it's just wild people that family members bad. unfollowed each other just because they had a different mm -hmm. political view um, or even just cut each other out of their lives. Like it's, it's like we're missing. It's wild. Of, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate opinion. because everybody has the right to like to think or believe what they want, but there has to be some kind of common respect. And you know, sure. there's yeah. always something that you have in common common with somebody. I mean, it could be something really sure. random, but there's always some kind of common ground. You know? Oh, for sure. You might change your view and stuff. Yeah, you change your view too. I know there's plenty of times where I had a viewpoint, and then you know someone gave me a different perspective of it, and I'm like, hmm, I absolutely see what you're saying, yeah. and that's important for us to grow, you know. Sure. So, look at we used to be believers yeah, we used in to. UFOs, and we switched, but we can still respect people even if that's what they want to like believe in or. Um, you know, if, if that's what their opinion is, you know, you can still respect them, but you don't have to agree. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have to ask though, so. what have yeah. you guys been up to? And do you just, have you guys like completely blocked out UFOs from your mind? Or is it something you're kind of like watching on the sidelines, but you know that it's hostile to participate in? It's, uh, well, I, well, I kind of get so back back into it a lot. yeah um like in the last few weeks like i've noticed i'm like shit i'm like i'm commenting on stephen green street i'm commenting on greenwald i'm like what the fuck we're doing again what we're doing i know mm -hmm. like you're uh you're you're spending a lot more time on twitter yeah like i know i know i know i need to mute more words so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think it was a couple of days ago i went on twitter and i, I muted like congress uap ufo kirkpatrick I, 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 I muted basically every single word associated with ufo <laughs> yeah so now my timeline is completely clean so it's great Love yeah it. it's like a cleanse really yeah, yeah. that's basically i actually i actually blocked the first person in probably a year 
on Twitter oh. because I don't like to block people because even if they have a, a viewpoint that I don't like or they're a piece of shit or whoever the fuck they are, right? I I kind of want to see their tweets because I want to see the things that they are saying yeah. part of the entire conversation. And then a few days ago, I actually blocked Bette Midler because she tweeted a whole bunch of blue check marks. And I was like, I was already done with all these celebrities. Like, oh my God, I don't have my blue check mark anymore. Wham, wham, wham. I'm not special. And then she just tweeted the dumbest fucking thing. And I was like, block. That's just like wow. the stupidest block. Sometimes that's all it takes, though. One thing will like set you off and be like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, for real. When you, when you see like 20 posts from like all these different celebrities, and then you see Bette Midler, who hasn't been relevant for 30 fucking years, go, well, Elon Musk took my stuff done. You're blocked. Oh my god, the blue check mark thing is hilarious though. Brie, if you want to throw that in there, the whole blue check mark controversy yeah. is like fucking hilarious. Yeah, do you see that stuff of Elon Musk today when I think his lawyers are gonna argue in court about that Tesla driver who crashed that Asian guy? Um mm -hmm. I think his lawyers are gonna argue that it was a deep fake. A video or something. Ooh. So it's that's yeah. like the first time I've seen like a um, kind of like a celebrity or public figure use that excuse. Use that. Ooh. Wow. So it's, it's, that's it's interesting. interesting. It's pretty interesting. Well, That'll be juicy to talk about for sure. No, for real. Yeah. All right, Brie, why don't you pull the, Wait, hold what, on. We need to oh. know what's the new channel? Is it a channel? What's going on? Oh, yeah, where everyone can find you at now. Like, is it the same I'm YouTube sure channel? Is it Twitch? Like, where are channel. Still the same channel. Uh, we were going to delete or like hide all the UFO stuff. Then we just decided why, like, it's, it's part of the history, mm. part of how we grew our channel in the first year. Um, but we did take like six months off. We just did a complete detox. Um, we kind of took our time with deciding like where we wanted to go with the channel and, you know, what do we want to talk about if it's not about UFOs and stuff like that. Um, and I think that was really good for like our mental health. You know, we just kind of reprioritize and refocus. Um, the new channel is going to be completely different. I mean, we have started uploading a couple of videos like, uh, we started like this horror video game. So we were like, why don't we do like a walkthrough live while we're playing it since we were just starting it. So Love that. we're doing that, which is totally different, but um, it's been really fun. And, uh, but we're going to do like more like live reaction kind of videos, either to like current news going on um, or just to like, maybe like some cooking stuff. Like it, it could be anything like movie reviews and stuff like that. Um, we're also going to film some stuff um, tomorrow. We're working on something about the Kardashians. Um, yeah, so we're gonna, we found out a lot of some dirt. Some dirt. <laughs> the Kardashians. Stop! You guys should get into blind items. That's what you guys should get into. You would love that. Blind items. Blind items are verified pieces of information about famous people that are put out there into the world that aren't like in the mainstream media. It'll be like, you know, they're like stylists or something like right. emailing. And there's like certain tabloids who specifically only talk about blind items, but they all give the information with like, they'll be like, Oh my God, you won't believe who Kylie Jenner was with last night. Like we were at Taco Bell. And it's like stuff like that. And it's all sorts of crazy yeah. things that are like behind the scenes that like only people who were like, in the room would know something like that was happening yeah, and it's like verified mm -hmm. source yeah, yeah. it's yes. more like i guess like exposing like different sort of things or you know mm -hmm. if something big comes up in the news or goes under the radar kind of like this like cleopatra controversy which we yes in the or the trade like, real like that, that we want to like mm -hmm. talk about live but it'll be sort of well it'll be really different like we won't maybe go live as often and then thanks, Enzo. yeah thanks Enzo. It. <laughs> um and then uh we want to have like shorter videos because like sometimes we'd be going live for like three hours more and it's like you know i feel like some or like a lot of people want more like bite-sized content as well so right I do talk a lot, so I got to work on it. I think it's good to have a balance of all those things when you have a channel. So that way, you know, you have the people who want to watch long form videos. You have the people who want to 
like dig smaller pieces of information. So I think that all that kind of yeah. stuff is important. Yeah, like a good balance. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, bro- those streaming channels are, I mean, streaming videos are longer for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, it's it been just, good. We just um, spent a whole lot, we just bought like um, loads of programs to edit stuff as well. Yeah. Um, nice. So we're going to basically. I don't no, think we'll be doing much live stuff, like going live for like an hour. It's going to be very short stuff. Yeah. Um, which mm-hmm. is so we can probably film, spend the day filming, and film like two or three things. And oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good balance, but also a nice change. Um, and it has That's been fun. Cool. We've been spending a lot of time the last like month or so just kind of learning about like different ways to edit videos and like. Nice just learning and getting comfortable with the program. So we did like, we have been taking our time with it, but yeah, now we're like, we're ready. Like, let's that is so get cool. in, you know, just get yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. <laughs> excited, yeah. yeah. What's perfect timing? Who oh. is there? Who's, Who's there? there? Who's that? I wonder. It is me. Oh. 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 Well, look who's here. The secret American. Secret American. <laughs> I'm Are you Dutton, look Dutton Ranch? I'm a secret American. Do you live in America now? I'm now a Fed. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live in America now? Is that just like apparently, a thing? Apparently, I live in America now. Wow. You're in LA. You're, you're at Universal. You're American now. I'm all over. I am America. <laughs> you're God. You you're are now present. America. I am. I'm, I am the personification of America. Okay, well, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate well, it. Okay, you... thank you for having me on, on my own show. I was like, yeah. are you going to hang out with <laughs> us for the rest of the show? Yeah, I'll be here for the rest of the show. Unless Shut you offend out. me. If you guys offend me, I'm just going to leave. Oh, oh. Well, oh. I feel like you're easily Is that a challenge like accepted? A, I was like, you're a little brave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this a good time to tell you that you're a piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> so cool. into it. <laughs> Too much, too fast. Okay. Too much, too fast. All right, Brie, let's let's pull out the first topic then. Now that everyone's here, okay. Yeah, we don't have oh, toast and there, beans. Okay. Ooh, this is a tight one. It's in face ketchup. <laughs> Would be funny actually if that was true. Debt ceiling. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Well, I'm an uninformed in this one. I have this to is all t- this is all Tony. So Tony, Death why don't we? Ceiling? Is that's this strictly from America, Tony, or is this worldwide debt? Well, this, worldwide, this is America. Oh, America. That's a good song. Because Americans only think about Americans. Absolutely. <laughs> Not the center of the universe. I know. I know in the UK and in Canada, they just raise that. taxes and make you pay more taxes and just pretend like the debt ceiling doesn't exist. But in the United States, where we somehow went from on uh, the early 1990s from having a national debt to Pluto, I guess. I don't know who the fuck we owe money to. China. Oh, well, now it's China. But of yeah. 1.2 trillion or like 3.2 trillion dollars to somehow we're at 32 trillion dollars. Like that's just a made up number. Yeah. Like where where who do we owe? What what do we owe this money to? Right. So the debt ceiling every year, because Congress hasn't passed an actual budget in like 30 years. Yeah. Every year, all they do is they just increase the debt ceiling. They say, well, if we we can't just we can't agree on a budget. So we have to increase the debt ceiling. By the way, these are the same people who are giving you a credit score. Those bastards. They're just saying, well, we're going to run out of money by April or June or July or whatever. So we have mm-hmm. to increase the debt ceiling by $1.3 trillion. And what just happened yesterday is the Republicans in the House uh, passed a bill that raised the debt ceiling $1.3 trillion, but it made a bunch of cuts to a lot of programs. Mm-hmm. So today, all the Democrats are just saying, well, oh, they want to cut uh, food stamps. They want to cut all these other things, veteran benefits, which are not cutting better veteran benefits. They're cutting the amount of people who work for the VA. And if you've ever dealt with the VA, it's Horrible. the worst fucking thing in the world to deal with. Mm-hmm. 
So they're in it. That's always the play, like how they're cutting the, the debt. And that goes back and forth between should government be bigger? Should government be smaller? And one of the things that happened was back during the pandemic, we spent an incredible amount of money that should not have been spent. Trillions and trillions of dollars were passed on bills to give people $3,000 checks or $2,000 checks, the, the payroll protection plan money, which a lot of that was needed, but some of it turned into like really weird things like giving a billion dollars to Pakistan for gender studies. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right now. We're gonna we're skirt, 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 skirt. No, skirt, skirt, skirt. Went from, that, went from the debt ceiling to gender studies. Yeah, I love it. Okay, <laughs> I don't really care about that. Okay, here's what you need to understand, Tony. You're <laughs> so you're here's the deal. The reason yeah. that we're so much in debt is because governments have found a way to funnel money into their own businesses and their own pockets. Okay. Yeah. And that's wait. Oh, do we got, wait personal privilege, Tony. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have these big giant people who are up in the government who pretty much control everything and own all the corporations. And they're literally taking all this government money and giving themselves contracts. We're spending mm -hmm. way too much money on our military for no goddamn reason. There's tons of reasons. Yeah. It's not because we spent an incredible, what you're talking about, although you the way you're talking about it makes it sound really big, was so small. What money they gave out during COVID compared to the amount of money that's been stolen over the years from people who are in power. It's not because they gave checks to people or they funded gender studies. At the end of the day, they should be doing those things. That's what a government is supposed to be fucking doing. Oh, the government right. bails out the government bails out banks, businesses, and all sorts mm -hmm. of stuff. And nobody has any issue with that. But the minute it comes to it being involved with the people, whether that be the people having health care, having you know, Planned Parenthood being funded or or things like that, all of a sudden, oh no, we can't do that. We're wasting money on things. The reason well, we're in the reason we're in debt and the reason why we continue to have a higher and higher ceiling debt is because the people who are in charge and the people who are profiting off of that are the people who are in charge of making those regulations and, and dictating those things. Period. End of story. It's nothing beyond that or outside of that. There's not some conspiracy or anything outside of that. It's the people who are in charge, mostly the Republicans, are funding funding their money into things that are their own personal shit. So they Period, just end of story. They they so we just passed that uh infrastructure bill, right? 1.3 trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Part of that infrastructure bill goes towards a new tunnel for the New York City area. I forget exactly where it goes through. I think it's like the Manhattan tunnel expanding it or whatever. And yeah. we're talking about hey, Steve. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate <laughs> that, dude. They yeah. they say this is gonna yeah. be this is gonna be great for the economy. We're pumping all this money. We're giving all these jobs, but nobody talks about the fact that this project will take anywhere from thirty to forty years to complete. Well, and I'm, also you're not just talking about all the other things that were passed inside of that bill that nobody's talking about, and that's the shit that I'm was referring to. You have all these little earmarked pages and all these little tiny things that are thrown into this giant mm -hmm. bills and these infrastructures that are put in. Where at the end of the day, do you want to know why it's going to take 30 years to do that? Not just because it's difficult, but because the company that's doing it is going to get paid for the next 30 years to do it. Yeah. And that's really what it is at the end of the day. Oh, and guess what? Be... I can guarantee you the people who own that company are somehow involved or related to the person who put that into the bill. Point of privilege. Yeah. Yes. Which was Does a it matter? Does it matter about the debt ceiling if this number doesn't really exist and we just because money is not real? It? Yeah, it's all made up. Does it it's all even fake. matter? No, because it's all fake. Also, the no. government has a triple A um, rating with the credit, like their credit's a triple A rating, but they literally have gazillions of dollars in debt. It makes zero sense. All right, yeah, what did like, Jason Arnold think? Yeah. Yes, please. About the American debt ceiling? Um, Just anything we said at this point. <laughs> debt, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I don't know what goes on in like America, really. I don't really keep a lot, I don't really pay a lot of attention to it. Um, don't worry, most Americans but, don't either. Yeah, but, <laughs> but in, in terms of the debt thing, you know, we do hear bits and bobs in the UK and you do see bits and bobs on Twitter and stuff like this, but um, I mean, 
in terms of what you were saying, Jamie, about the pandemic, I completely agree with that. Um, when when you look at like the outlay in terms of the UK, I can just talk about the UK as like as, as kind of like an example. Um, all of these, all of like these um, businesses, what were paid money and and workers to basically stay afloat effectively. That's basically just pennies compared to what all these big banks and all these big corporations get paid out. It's literally pennies compared to it. But I think the interesting point is, um, and it's this is pretty much a universal point as well, when it comes to money, it's always the little people who get blamed. It's always the little, you know what I mean? It's never the big corporations. So yeah. I think that just got highlighted even more during like the pandemic for me was like, was uh, the difference in wealth um, and the difference in um, equality as well. Um, I think the pandemic, uh, in terms of the pandemic, I don't think, in terms of the illness itself, of course, it did kill people. But I think the real pandemic is kind of now, is the fallout from the pandemic itself. Mm -hmm. This is like what it's done, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah. so many people, For so sure. many people, you know, unable to work, their businesses collapse. And this is worldwide. This is not something that's just here in America that happened. It was literally worldwide. It completely changed people's lives. And now that we've decided that we're just going to like turn a switch and everything is normal again, it's like, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, you know, we flipped a switch and everything's normal again and everything's turned back on, but people are still in debt. People haven't worked yeah. for months. People's yeah. businesses, they don't have money to open their doors back up and start over. And it's like, those are the people who are, those are the people who are getting blamed, but Walmart's still around. Fucking, we still have a military that has a $20 zillion budget, even though we're not in the middle of a war or anything like that. Like, there's all these different things that they're going to, but you don't see us being like, take it away from there. We're taking it away from the American people or any yeah. government who isn't helping the American people and are catering to these big, big, big businesses are these rich, famous people. I think that's the problem. And I think that that's also just worldwide and not just here. Well, I think, yeah, I think we've seen a switch from catering to big businesses to catering to individual congressmen and representatives. Mm. And yes. the reason I say that is because what are what is every member of Congress doing? And even the president, they're blaming the corporations. They're blaming these businesses. But that's that, the people who are that, lining their pockets at the end of the day yes. and who are lobbying with them. Yes, they're blaming the very people who fund them and fund their campaigns. And with that, these Congress people are getting rich as fuck yeah. through insider trading yep. that True. they just ignore when people say something about it. They're like, no, that's not an issue. We need to talk about something else. No, when but Martha Stewart did her time, someone else should. <laughs> G for that. She was a hard G for that. She's like, no, I'm yeah, not, when, not when, a G. When you see somebody in Congress who was not a millionaire before they came into Congress, even 10 years ago, who is now worth $40 million or $30 million, you have to ask, what's actually going? Who what are they really doing? I just told you right now. I literally just I answered all your questions. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this already. You throw this over in the trash. Done. I figured it out. Kari, do you have any words or are you pointless? I'm uninformed. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I think there's obviously a lot of uh, money and lobbying. Um, you with the, you know, there's a lot of these uh, super packs and, yeah. Billions floating around there to influence campaigns and different social issues and bills and stuff. Like, it's just kind of a given that that's how they get rich because that's what lobbying is. Yep. So, yeah. I'm surprised oh, it's so quiet at Universal. What was that? Debt ceiling? I got a hair on a good day. I think we're going to move on from this. Yes. Yeah. Give us the next day. Or else I'm just going to yell at Tony more. That you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Please, exactly. be, gun control. Please be gun control. So I can control <laughs> no. no. That's no. always a hot one over here. Oh, no. We were supposed to keep it out of this. Um, so just put uh, it to the side. Pick a different one. No, okay. do it. No. I don't. They don't want to. 
It was it, UFO, UFO yeah. mild. So yeah, yeah. yeah, pick a different one. Of course, mm. that's the one you pulled too. You were like, "Well, there's one in here." I know. Listen, <laughs> found a safe space, a safe space, and I respect it. If only respect we were to do this. I know, right? <laughs> we're haters. We're so <laughs> Let's get jobs that involve it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so this is the idea that there are suppressed views. Is that a hallucination? Is that real? Uh, I think lots of people on YouTube think that their views are suppressed. Ooh. Oh, um, like, like shadow bans and shadow yeah, and yeah. Like, you know, sh shit like that. And I feel like you guys have probably also uh, dealt um, with it. I mean, we've constantly been told that the UFO community is um, shadow banned, but yeah. I, I don't think it is. I just think it's bullshit. So people don't buy into it. And it's as simple as that. That's it's because, you know, um, like this is the thing about shadow banning and stuff. I'm I'm going to reference the UFO topic because that's all I can kind of that's go on. That's the perfect one. Right. Yeah. Um. So for me, I think when you're kind of involved in UFOs and you're on UFO Twitter daily, for, for example, you literally think that that is like such a huge community. You think it's like there's so much going on, but it's, it's literally because you're so like involved with it. But when you stay, take a step back. No one knows who, who the fuck these guys are. Like, no, no one gives a shit. That's, yeah. what, that's what people need to realize. No one cares about Lou. No one cares about Colin. No one even knows. No one cares about the hearing. Yeah. No one gives a shit about it because mm -hmm. there's, there's no proof. So when people say there's shadow banning, it's, it's literally because there's no interest. That, that, that's that, that's mm -hmm. it. Um, it's hard to swallow, mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah. So when it comes to, like, shadow banning, it's like, I don't think that exists. To be honest, that's just my opinion. I think that there's well, there are like, websites where you can check it for Twitter, where it shows well, you. Well, I, I, yeah, I do like, think there are suppressed voices in journalism um, and media, but I don't think it's related to like. But then that that's could like include a separate YouTube. Issue. That could include YouTube, but if, if you if you say media, like it could include YouTube. But in terms of suppression, I mean just like society. You know, like if if you have a certain opinion. And it's not what the mainstream kind of thinks. You're like kind of suppressed in that way. So, yeah. uh, so, so in terms of suppression, I agree that kind of thing goes on. But shadow banning on YouTube, I'm not sure if it does. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. So he's basically, yeah. I kind of agree. So you're saying like, it's not that YouTube is shadow banning you. It's that your content kind of sucks. No one wants to watch it. Well, Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I think I think in a non-harsh way. Well, you, I think that there's you, two folds to it, though. I think that here's the thing: you, we all are unfortunately slaves to whatever algorithm the app is that we're using, right? So YouTube yeah. specifically, at the end of the day, isn't really pushing this kind of information forward. Yeah. So I think that part of it is yes, it's not that you have maybe your content's not the greatest, but I think also part of it is is that you. YouTube's not going out there like, oh, this this alien show that gets you know 200 views. We really? should you know put that on the well, for you page yeah. right now. But you know what I mean? But YouTube because YouTube is basically trying to stop misinformation and, and things like this. No, I think what YouTube is trying to do is YouTube is trying to make money. So what they're doing, I think, is that their algorithm is poised in a way to make them the most money. So they're putting people forward who make them the most money. I think it's as simple as. YouTube has decided that this kind of genre for them isn't as profitable as other areas. There are right, people yeah. on the app who it's are into like that kind of stuff. stuff like Exa that. Exactly. Like they can make a money. Don't get me wrong. There's people who have like a million whatever and they do you they do UFO stuff. But at the end of the day, that's not where YouTube is making their big money at. They're making it in other areas. So I think that it's shadow, shadow banning, but in less of a way than what people realize. It's not because they're specifically being targeted. It's just because YouTube doesn't, it, you, they're not being useful to YouTube. So they're not going to be useful to you. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. You know, what made me think about this was, um, Jamie, that our audio that you told us recently which is shocking compared to YouTube numbers. Oh yeah, so we're getting like what, maybe 200 on a good day views 200. on a YouTube video for the most part. That's like in a pretty average for us, sometimes more, sometimes less. But on our audio side, over the past 10 days, we've, ha we've had over 10,000 downloads. Wow. Wow, that's, that's really, really good. good. That's really good, yeah. That's surprising. 
So it's like, oh it's, it's, it's the literally the same thing that's here. All I do is I take it, I turn it into audio and then I drop it into our audio feed. Like it's not yeah. like I'm not spicing it up. I'm not doing anything. It's minus the video. It's a completely different platform. We're well, also on a lot more on the go or maybe well, listening on, on commutes. Well, maybe that's, so maybe, because that's you, maybe that's because YouTube, because we talked about this at the start of the show, but YouTube now is very short form content. Mm -hmm. They're trying to be like TikTok. Yeah, but when you listen Instagram to a podcast, which is like an audio podcast, you can just put it on in the background and yep. you don't have to see the screen. So it's it yep. works really right. different, I guess. Yep. Yeah, uh, you sure. can you can clean your house, you can you like you're on a road trip, whatever, you're you're sitting at oh, home, sure. you're mowing the lawn or doing yard work or whatever, you can just pop in a two yeah. hour podcast and just work yeah. and listen while you're doing it. Exactly. But, yeah, I think so. Shadow banning, I think there's like two different folds to this because we were all at one point a part of the UFO community in one shape or form or the other. And we all know that there were people who were telling people not to go on people's shows. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, so then that would be a different version. That's yeah. that is a that is like a centralized type of shadow banning. That is a community that is forcing its own narrative yeah, when sure. it comes it's to against the guidelines of YouTube as well. So yeah. yeah. People should and, watch that. and when it I comes to YouTube and that comfortable to say, you know, just, just let people make up their own minds about other channels. To me, it's you know? just right. dumb. It's just dumb anyway. Like, I mean, we've, we've, we haven't been shy with, uh, you know, when we've talked about someone, we don't hold back a lot of the time, but yeah. that doesn't mean the door's not open. Right. You know the door is the door. The door was always open for anyone to come on our show, yeah. and explain and provide the proof for their, for their claims. But you know the door yeah. never. You know no no one ever came in to prove anything. So for us, it's like a dumb argument to kind of suppress people in the UFO community because yep. we're all in the kind of same position. Really, yeah. no no one knows what the fuck's going on. So surely you'd want to speak to everyone to kind of find yeah, that please. out. Yep. Um, which yeah. is what we tried to do. And when and when we did do that, that's when all the bullshit with, you know. Welcome to the club. So to we, me, it's, we know it's, that well. it's just silly. It's just silly for me. Um, it is. It is. Unfortunately, but you're, but you're right. There's like this, Twitter is its own little itty bitty thing. And I can definitely say that there's shadow banning happening, not maybe from Twitter itself, but from the community that, but I feel like this happens in any kind of community. You have people who have a certain narrative that they want to have out there. So they're the ones that control it and they're doing everything in their power. And that's just kind of a fact of life. So I think when a lot of people think they're shadow banned, I think that it's some, they think it's so much bigger. It's like, oh, the government, the government's yeah. shadow banning. Yeah. They don't like want somebody's like physically out. clicking all these algorithms to yes. like hide them. And, and it's, it's really, like, it's not that deep. You know, it's not that deep. It's not that important. We're not that important. You're not that high horse, okay? No. But, mm -hmm. So that, that makes me think of, do you guys know what Elsa Gate is? Elsa it's in the Disney Princess. No. Elsa. Yeah, right. It's yeah. frozen. It's frozen. Yeah. Yeah. people's channels. Yes, absolutely. People think Elsa was actually a lesbian. I agree. That is just Harry. No, that's okay. could be. I mean, she okay. doesn't ever get with anybody. But I'm about I think everyone's a little what, bisexual, so. I'm about to tell you what Elsa Gate was with YouTube. <laughs> No, I'm not, but Josh does like to do it. Hey! No. Everyone here's the it's fine. I know it's live. It's good. It's good. Oh, God, no. So, Elsa Gate, Elsa Gate was the YouTube algorithm would boost anything that had to do with, like, Elsa, Shrek, like, certain Disney characters and child's programs and there was a bunch of indian based uh channels that use predictive text and stuff to exploit the algorithm mm -hmm. okay. and they created these really weird videos and they just put them out there and they were completely inappropriate it was like the joker killing harlequin with elsa watching and like a bunch of really weird stuff that's weird. how the, the films? that's you know how the why? momo thing like do you know why like, like, a friend of Kari with gay talk 
That's fine. Um, do you know why they did that? Because that's what made them money. I am they put so all the stuff. Oh, 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 I didn't know that. That's cool. What these channels figured out was <laughs> what the algorithm <laughs> wanted to promote. Mm-hmm. And they made these random ass, like AI fever dream videos that had yeah. nothing to do with the title. No. And just push those titles out. Cause we all know that's so why funny. our Getty video has over 250 views and our Momo video has like 160. Because how we title a video, what we put in that title is the first thing the YouTube algorithm sees and how it pushes it forward. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what we did towards the end of our show. We like completely re- <laughs> revamped how we did the thumbnails, how we did the titles, and we noticed that it was a little bit of something confused and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it's yeah. always good like, kind of keep it fresh and mix it up. Um, and over time as well, you just kind of got more comfortable <laughs> doing like, different sort of thumbnails and being more creative too yeah i mean mm-hmm. you've got to make but, your titles and thumbnails stand out that's yeah what someone clicks on at the end of the day so you're right tony you, you know you need to make sure the title is going to be seen and noticed yeah um, but i have seen perfect. like thumbnails that like for example like cooking thumbnails where like they'll put a recipe on like the thumbnail that looks you know delicious and you click on it and it's actually nothing like that yeah and so it is very clickbait and like misleading to the content um so i mean i judge people by their thumbnails sometimes i see a a thumbnail if it's raggedy then i'm not clicking that video i'm like yeah well yeah that's what you know that's that's the point is like your thumbnails need to be like attractive and enticing you to click on it to see what the video is actually about like so if it's boring they're not gonna click like i think you like you guys do a good job and um i think you you do steve cambion's fun thumbnails as well that's me yeah 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 those are good too yeah yeah you uh do a really good job in the thumbnails for sure um yeah when it comes to youtube one of the things that i think about is there is a youtuber his name is matt carrick uh, he runs the YouTube channel called Demolition Ranch. Oh. <laughs> well, no, if you've heard, he's got 10 million subscribers on Demolition Ranch and is almost always demonetized mm-hmm. because it's gun stuff. Mm. So with a channel as big as his, he would be making $28 for every 1,000 views. Imagine. That would be hilarious if Tony just came up behind If I was in Canada. Um, it would actually yeah. be funny if one by one we all slowly walked room. into Bree's camera. Oh, yeah. We should do it one day. One day. I mean, Guys, yeah. come here anytime you want, you know? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, I would love to. One by one, we all <laughs> enter the same block. One by one. <laughs> it's like the Brady Bunch, but all in one screen. So, yes. so this is a channel with 10 million subscribers that mm-hmm. he would normally get somewhere around $28 for every like a thousand views is 28 bucks, right? Ooh, baller, for a channel okay. that big. So he's getting like two or three or four million views per episode that he puts out, per video he's he puts out. About three three grand a video. Yes, and he does multiple videos a week. YouTube makes like $48 per video. But since mm-hmm. they demonetized him, now they're making over $80 a video. Because they're taking almost all the $80 revenue. Because yeah, they take all of mm-hmm. the revenue. So yep. they have this super popular channel. And they said, well, we're going to demonetize you because you have guns on your channel. And you shoot targets on a private range and do all these things that we don't like. So we're going to take all of the profit from your channel. But you still have your own personal sponsors. There's a lot of people that sponsor a lot of gun companies that sponsor the channel and stuff. But I think it's very disingenuous to do stuff like that because you have a very successful channel and you're just saying, well, we're going to take all of the profit that we would give you because you're doing something that we don't like, but we're not going to ban you. Why are you surprised by that? Once again, it's the money. It's, it's the people move. and the corporations. <laughs> but they didn't shadow ban him. He still gets his million views because it makes YouTube money. YouTube knows that people yeah. like that content. Yeah. We got we to start 
uh, making money, man. I was like, yeah, show more guns or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's we would get shut the fuck down <laughs> I know we if really I would. showed a gun on this show. All right, Brie, will you pull the next one? Actually, since Kari's Ooh. here, Kari can do it. Perfect. Ooh. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> we have another uh, special guest staying with us at this house, but oh. I'm unsure if he wants to be outed. But I think there is someone else that's pretty cool and important that's also yeah. staying out with us. Uh, tea or coffee? <laughs> I'm curious who it is. Ooh, tea, tea or, or coffee? Coffee. coffee. Yeah. Oh, tea or coffee? That's hard. Coffee. Hard, coffee. Yeah. I like. Uh, I am a triple shot of espresso over ice with five scoops of vanilla bean topped off with half and half, and I have two to three of those a day. So I have anywhere from you six. No, I go to Starbucks. I have anywhere from six to nine shots of espresso daily. Wow. That's hard. I I really love both. I don't know. 50 for me. I'm definitely a tea man, for sure. Really? That's because you're from the UK. Yeah. It's a British thing, man. I've been enjoying not having tea because I drink way too much Yeah, I've been giving... Uh, I, I, I used to drink too much tea, but now I limit myself to about four cups of tea a day. And that's not bad. Well, more or less, but it actually does have like a lot of caffeine. And sometimes we'd be drinking it at like ten or eleven at night, and then oh, like wondering why we're not sleeping well. And then we're like, oh yeah, there's like caffeine in this, so yeah. we should probably mm-hmm. tone it down. So I get like a yeah. it's like a small amount of caffeine, but yeah. Do you guys have like a favorite type of tea that you like, or like is it just like regular it's black tea that you guys are into? It's only Yorkshire tea. We got it. Um, that's yeah. the only tea to drink. For me, when I'm sick, I love chamomile tea. Yorkshire, but I grew up on it because I'm Greek. You can so. have Yorkshire tea or like there's some Tetley's as well, which is like a good brand in the UK. Yeah, but it's not as good. It's wow. Good. Okay, so I the tea that I have once when there was no Yorkshire available, and it wasn't as good. But I mean, it did the job. But like, I have I love tea. I used to work at a tea shop back in the day, and so like I have a lot of tea, but I do love coffee Tapioca more. Tapioca Express. Yeah, Tapioca Express. Exactly. Shout it out. Give us a. Give us a sponsor. Um, but yeah, I have right. tons of different kinds of tea. Like I have Earl Grey's and coconut creams and chai's and all sorts of stuff. And I even have, I make my own chai blend like by hand. I have like all the whole ingredients on my fridge in little containers. Yeah. And I like get them out and like pound them together and cook them and shit. Yeah. That, that's legit. That's admitted to Sorry, I was like, I was like, she's lying. I'm not. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, watch this. Watch. Hold on. She's not. Like, like, she's not. Like, she's not. Like, she's not. She's not. She's not. So there was something in here that now I feel like if I pull it, I'll just toss it. But there was another one that I did write. And it so sorry, Brie, that I didn't make you a chai when you were here. But we have milk and tea. That is so Arnie's. We milk got ginger. Depends on what you have. If you're having like cardamom. a tea, like a Tetley's or Yorkshire, then yes, milk. Yeah. If having like Earl Grey or green All tea. Right, like purple, purple, tea. Tea. Yes. purple teas, no. Black teas, yes. Yeah. For milk? Do you have to drink it with milk? No. no. I, I, I like my tea with milk, yeah. And I also use honey, not sugar. Mm, like for a long time, I used to use like agave, the stuff that comes out of like cactuses. Yeah. Comes yeah, that was like absolutely like no flavor whatsoever. I just but liked it because it didn't have any flavor. You know how like sugar or like sweet and low or honey has like a flavor to it? But I like the agave because the agave doesn't taste like anything. It's just like it's sweet. Right. Yeah. Okay, I had predictions. Pretty tea. My, which is that's what my sister calls it, which I is like tea with milk and sugar. And so last I'm time sure. she was here, she's like, Do you want a pretty tea? And I'm like, What's a pretty tea? And she's like, There's milk. And <laughs> that's what makes it. I'm like, wow. Oh, shit. Well, I'll I'll try think, a like the uh, traditional. Hi, Lou. How are you doing, mate? Cars here in yeah, the States. Um, in terms of a traditional way to drink tea in the UK, it's actually black anyway. You don't have milk in your tea. Oh, really? So, mm-hmm. And how do you so against the grain? Well, yeah, but now it's, like, common to have, like, milk in your tea. But back in the day when 
you know, like 200 years ago, no one had milk. Yeah, they didn't really have milk. Well, yeah. 200 years ago, did people like have the capacity to refrigerate it properly? No, when you've got a cow outside the house, just looking go and get yeah, it. If you guys ever been to tea parties before, I've been. I've been to like real tea parties before where they have like the little cucumber sandwiches. I've never yes, tea. Yeah. That's because you went to a private school. I well, that's one of the reasons, but well, I didn't yeah, go to tea at private school. Money. You got a point of privilege. I go okay. for tones. So what do you guys think my preference is? Whiskey black. Coffee black. Coffee black. I can picture a coffee black <laughs> I think Tony's a tea. <laughs> <laughs> So, I start my day with a coffee black, but then I go to the coffee Sweet shop tea. and I get a dirty chai milk Ooh. tea. <gasps> What's a dirty chai? Well, a dirty chai is with a shot of espresso in it. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, it's a chai with a shot of espresso. I've never mixed tea and coffee before. Dirty chai is a very white girl kind of drink, so I'm surprised that Listen. that's what Tony drinks because it's very like... I'll I'll take a dirty chai. Please. I told you we're all looking. Yeah, I, I can imagine Starbucks. Tony and Starbucks doing that. Yes. Right. Oh my god! Tony, do. You get PSLs. Yeah, do you get pumpkin spice lattes too? No, I do. I drink hot dirty chais all fucking year long. Wow. Nice. Do you have do you have a lot of candles in your house? Like in the morning, yoga pants on the rest of the day for sure. Yeah. That's that's how wow. learning there. more and more about you. I didn't know Danielle was a lesbian. My thong is riding up so hard up my ass right Is it now. silk? Did you get it <laughs> yes. from Victoria's Secret? Are you Victoria's Secret? I am. <laughs> it's like, I'll never tell. tell. <laughs> All right, what's the next one, Car? Be allowed in schools. Say it again. Say that again. Should chat GPT be allowed in schools? Like, as cheating? But that's the thing. It's is like it cheating? It's tool, kind of. Well, it's... It's like available now, so you can't not stop it, really. Yeah, um, you can't really ban it from children at this point. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, everybody uses it, and then you just rewrite it slightly so it doesn't sound like it's from ChatGPT. But I feel like everyone, like, it's just a, thing, a tool that everybody uses now. Like, you can't, it's like, that would be telling a kid to, like, once the internet started, being like, oh, well, you can't look things up on the internet. You're only allowed to use the dictionary or, like, the, what are the like, before, you know? Like, oh, okay. And we're like, yeah, sure. We'll only read what's in the encyclopedia. So I think Let's it's kind of like library that evolution. Yeah. That, that was my school life. I mean, I, I was like kind of in between the internet and not Same. the internet. So I had like the dial-up um, stuff when I was Same. Um, So you couldn't really use the internet for anything. So, so in some ways, I'm kind of like jealous that I didn't go to school now. So if I was at school now, I would have absolutely smashed school now. But it was a lot harder. Oh, yeah. It was a lot harder than at school than it is now. Like school for me now looks really looks easy as fuck. It does because really? you've got yeah. chat, EBT, you've got Google, you've got all sorts of shit. But back back then, you didn't. No. When back then there was there was only like so many answers to things. Like you're right. Like you had to look. At, I remember being in like elementary school and having to look things up inside encyclopedias for my for my like uh, projects and stuff. So like you only had one answer to things. It wasn't like you could go to 800 websites and find <laughs> and find a bunch of different um, a bunch of different information that's out there so of course it was easier now everyone has these opinions there's things that could be right or could be wrong and there's a million more facts that are out there so i think you're right it does make it so much harder because now we have an overload of information and it's hard to figure out what's real and not real through all of it and even oh, well. ChatGPT is like that. So somebody said that they asked it to write a paper and give sources, and they were like, "Oh, perfect!" And then they went and looked, and all the sources were fake. Like it just made up all the it sources. Made them all up. Yeah. It's not like um, it went and gave real sources because it was just like, "Well, you didn't it. specify that." Yeah, it was like I can make up whatever I want to make up. Man, teachers have their work cut out for them I having think, to figure all this crap out. I, I think in terms of like <laughs> schooling and education and university and everything like that, I think we're about to see a big change into how people learn. Yeah. Um, and that's partly due to the pandemic as well, because, you know, that kind of showed that, oh yeah, we can actually do all this kind of stuff from home anyway. So yeah. I, I think over the next few years, you will see things like chat GBT maybe being used in a more serious way for learning, for example. It, it's still new now, of course. So we need to give it, give it time to like develop. 
Um, but you can kind of see where the world's going. More, more, yeah. more, more kids and more um, um, parents and things are working from home, for example. And I, I, I think you're going to see a big difference in how kids learn from school. Mm, for sure. yeah, yeah, but I, I think the scary thing is how if your kid is being taught by an AI and you don't like or you don't agree with something that they're being taught or the way it's being taught or any part of their education, you're just like, hey, I have a question about why you graded this paper this way. It doesn't have to be like, I don't agree with math. Who gives a shit? But there's things where it's like, why did it decide that the way my kid wrote this was plagiarism when it wasn't? Like, you have to think about those kinds of things. That's too. what I mean. Like, will they end up saying you cannot use this because of those reasons? Like, does that count as plagiarism? Mm-hmm. And I have been seeing lots of TikTok videos of, you know, like professors that are like, there was, you know, a bunch of students and they all basically turned in like the same paper because they all use chat GPT and it gave them all the same answer. And then I saw another video where it was someone's dad and he was saying that the school that, you know, he's working for now, they had some type of software that could identify if the student had used chat GPT somehow. They can't and they I wondered what kind of they, um, to, to know. When I was at university, they had something similar. If if you um, that was a long time. Ago. That was a long time ago. But when you like kind of sub- submit a paper, there's like an algorithm what they're using it detects what keywords and what sentences, and it basically just goes on the internet and looks for like looks everything. If, yeah, yeah. Um, so there are things in place for that sort of stuff for sure. I think we had something called turn it in or something where you would upload your paper to it. That, and that, then it that's was, exactly the same thing I'm talking about, Tony. Yeah, the same yeah it would, it would yeah. scan every single sentence and would say there's a 40% chance that this is taken from here. And yeah. You'd have to rewrite it just to... But like some of the time, though, it's because you haven't correctly sourced your information. So you have yeah. to always put like your... You have to always put like where, where you got your information from at the bottom of the page. If you haven't done that then the program will think you're cheating but if as long as you verify where the information is coming from usually it's fine Mm -hmm. yeah half and half about it i don't know if it should count as plagiarism or not like yeah it's easier way but i don't know but are you learning anything if you just type a a question in the chat gpt and copy paste i'm gonna be honest with you tony i didn't learn much in high school in general well, I'm not talking about a high school. I'm talking about like college. Ask two questions, you answer it, but it, you know, because it's already got the information. It's it wrong. It's a way to test students, maybe. But yeah, well, I, I think what you have to do is you have to change the way we're doing things now. So instead of kids turning in papers that they're writing about a subject, maybe you change your curricula, curriculum with everything around. So instead of writing a paper, you're forcing your kids to do a presentation or something like that. So they can use chat GPT in part of it. But then there's other things and applications that they have to be doing as well, like having to stand up and present it in front of an audience and sh- showing their you know things that they made or something like you just have to change the avenue with how the technology is progressing do your chat your chat gpt homework whatever it is what it wrote a smart student would use it to like enhance their own knowledge instead of just using it to write a paper but exactly what what you said there jamie was interesting as well because um that's what i fear for the young people really is like are they spending too much time on the computer like they don't have really much balance in their lives, so I think yeah, I think schools do have a responsibility as well to kind of make sure there's that there's that balance there because if you're constantly on the computer twenty four hours a day, then you're not going to have any kind of social skills. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem that we have with that, though. The problem we have with that is that schools, <laughs> public schools at this point, are glorified babysitting, right? And they're guising it under the fact of education. And that's really all it is. It's somewhere to send your kid to for the first 18 years of your life so that you don't have to deal with them during the daytime. Um, And there's there's a profit inside of that. Not that people don't realize it, but like the school system is making lots of money like from the government and it's not all going to your kids and stuff like that. So I think that, yes, there is a duty, but like also not like at the end of the day, this is a government institution. 
They are just doing things to get by and they're not, I mean, like I said, most of the things that I learned in high school have absolutely nothing to do with what I'm doing now as an adult in life. And I think that about Agreed. like 90% of people can agree yeah. with those statements. I didn't, they didn't teach me how to do taxes. They didn't even teach me how to vote. They didn't teach me about like any of that kind of stuff. Like right. I had to or learn all of that. And, like, doing, yeah, exactly. Like, I've learned all these things on my your own. Finances properly. I know, I know that a mitochondrion is the powerhouse of a cell or some <laughs> shit, but like, I don't know what the hell that means in application and I'm never going to use it. Or like, I can tell the circumference of something, but what what the fuck does that matter? Like yeah. we're not learning real things in school at the end of the day. And yeah. I think unfortunately college is now turning into that, which is why it's so much of a joke and why people are like, you know, uh, Lou had said earlier about how uh, brick and mortar universities are like dead. And it's true because like, it's just people paying to get a piece of paper saying that they are certified in that thing but you actually can't guarantee that that person has any real knowledge about it like you yeah. can't guarantee they didn't cheat you can't guarantee they didn't plagiarize half the things that they went mm -hmm. through like it makes me terrified for things like doctors and accountants and stuff that are out there like all you did was pay someone for a piece of paper that doesn't mean you can do your job no not, your not only that student right. loan debt yeah, mm -hmm. not only that, they're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for some of these universities, and they're not gaining real-world education. They're just gaining debt. <laughs> they're yeah. just gaining debt. Same and then loop. they're, like, suffering Same to pay, pay it off. No, and I think as also, like, especially if a few years maybe out of high school, like, <clears throat> that's when, <clears throat> like, you start to figure out like, unless you really have, like, your path, like, set out and, like, you knew you were going to always do this one thing. I think as you get older, then you get, like, once you're interested in something, then you do your research on, like, mm -hmm. you know, how can you learn more and maybe different ways of learning, either through experience or, you know, there's so many options for, like, online courses you can do here and there and kind of, like, pick and choose, like, what, you know, what you're interested in. Whereas, like, I think there's a lot of pressure when you graduate that's like, well, what do you want to do? Go to college or go to university? Do you have enough credits or do you have this? And like, you know, decide what you want to do with your life right now. Why don't you know what you want to do for a living? And it's like, well, because I'm 18. Yeah. <laughs> I have no experience. And so, you know, I could start off going one way and then realize, you know, five or 10 years from now, that's nothing of what I wanted to do. And I basically wasted my time and money. And now yep. I'm like paying off debt and trying to find a job where they're like, do you have experience? And you're like, no, I just need something to help me like survive and float. And, you know, so that I can actually focus on things I'm actually interested in and want to, you know, want to pursue. I think as so well, it's I, think, hard. I think it depends what, what you want to do. I mean, I, yeah. I did uh, music production at university, um, which now is absolutely like it's it's yes, fucking yes. worthless effectively because you can literally learn everything off YouTube for that course, yeah, um, and spend it and it's free as well. So I spent thousands of pounds for pretty much no fucking reason effectively, yeah. um, which kind of annoys me sometimes. But yeah, um, but 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 I agree in terms of like the traditional way, um, especially with higher education when you get to like high school or university, for example. I think that kind of schooling and learning is kind of. A thing in the past really i think what what lou was saying before like the brick and mortar universities being dead i completely agree um i think i think a lot of the time you can kind of do specialist online courses which focus exactly on what what you want to do i think yeah. a university course is more of a broader kind of thing you get and uh, you get yeah. like a broader kind of education on on the subject but Mm -hmm. um, I think it's more like a valuable thing when you actually go and look at a specific course, what you want to take and get that. Yeah. It's the um, importance of technical schools. That's why they have technical schools out there. Yes. You, you, yeah. you take, you take a few years off out of high school. You, you get a job at a grocery store. You hang out. You figure out what you want to do. And then you go and apply for a technical college. You get serious. And then in you know a year and a half, you're done and you're out in the working field. I think yeah. that's the world we're going towards now. And I'm very Trade grateful schools. for that because yeah. I think that, um, I, I think degrees are just going to be useless here in the next, you know, 50 years. I just, there's yeah. going to be no point in them other than like, don't get me wrong, like doctors and like lawyers or something, but like for yeah, the most part, they learn so people, it's not going to be this thing where like the majority of people go to colleges. It's going to be a smaller yeah. and smaller amount as time goes on. I think a thousand yeah. percent. 
there's a lot of like office jobs that you can learn so much on the job. Like I started like, well, this is like years ago, but like I started in customer service and like I learned everything about being a data analyst through coworkers and stuff. And then I didn't have any education background in that. And then I started pursuing that for a while. And now we're doing and a course, actually. We're doing a data We are doing a data analytics course. We're actually doing a data analytics course. Yeah. But, like, that just shows you that also, like, if you give people the tools and opportunity in the job and they want to learn, like, they can also learn. So I do think that we're – it's, like, a positive change that we're looking at, like, broader ways to learn and not just – have gone to college or university because not everybody wants to or can learn just from reading a textbook and not having any sort of experience. And yeah, the other thing, like, do I want to get into all this debt and what if I change my mind? And like, it's a lot of stress and pressure. And also if you're not somebody who can just sit in a classroom for hours every single day and you know, they, some people are more visual or some people need to actually just physically do it. So there's so many different ways you can learn. So it's not like we're just trying to throw education out the window. It's it's more like we're trying to broaden make it fit better. Yeah. And make yeah. it, you know, make it more human, not just yeah. not just like robotic. And it's like, you know, some people get really put under pressure if they're doing like a quiz or a test. But you know, on any other day of the week, they know their stuff, but then they mm-hmm. freeze up. Awful. <laughs> no, <laughs> but then they, you know, no, freeze up or like horribly on a test and it's like no but I actually knew that but because of all this pressure the pressure yeah it's like it gets to people and they fail but really they could succeed if they were put in a different sort of learning environment what is it you can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree yeah whoever said that I I I agree with that I mean it's like we should be changing the education system to actually work for the people like because we obviously it doesn't work for everybody i'll never forget one time i had to take a test i get really bad anxiety and i had to take a test and like the second i sat down and the room was silent my stomach was like like, for sure yeah i didn't i didn't love let me I tell you, I think everything. that bathroom and it was not good. And I missed my test <laughs> because of how, of like the anxiety that I had. It just like, my stomach was like, nope. And then I had to find another time to retake it. And so yeah. it was like yeah. that. It just doesn't. I, did that yeah. I think there's a lot of positive changes towards like education and like just the way that we're like, actually evaluating like how kids adapt and learn and like how can we actually help them learn instead of just saying well clearly like you know you should maybe be set back or whatever because you're not doing it this exact way but there's so many ways to learn you know you know for sure topics today but i love when we do that um josh and artemis i want to thank you guys so much for coming yeah, and hanging out with us come on more. whenever you want to come on it's Where every other Thursday. Yeah, we are here you are i was like you were more yeah. than welcome to come we absolutely love it we love all these other people's opinions and ideas mm-hmm. and i think that it's important to have just as many open conversations with people as you can about as many crazy topics as you can there's there's no reason not to we're we're all here just to experience being human at the end of the day so let's just experience being yeah. human absolutely yeah great mm-hmm. anytime you guys want us to send us a message oh absolutely we will. any uh yeah. final thoughts from anyone before we click the out video and make sure you guys follow everybody. josh we have to do this every show where can we find <laughs> uh yeah where can we find everybody Josh and Artemis, but where can we find Twitter, Yeah. Twitter, um, YouTube, you know where to find the stars. And just stuff. search the Josh and Artemis yeah. show. Thankfully, that title is pretty unique. No matter the algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony. We appreciate you. Yes. What? Where can they find you? Me? Yeah. Tony. You can find me. Shit, it's right here. Right here at Bot Water on the Twitter, and I'll probably offend you and piss you off. So. Oh, perfect. Do you still do YouTube? Like, do you have your own channel still or no? I do. I just don't. You haven't done no, anything. No, I don't do anything. I haven't done anything. But, oh, so actually you guys just brought adopted. up a good thing. We have fully adopted him. Yeah. I am actually planning on doing a series where I do like a 
review with the people that I did do the podcast with and bring them back on and see where they are now as of Ooh. where they were over That's a year good. ago. Oh, I like that. Oh, man, we'd have to re rewatch that episode we did with you. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was a long time ago. We'll That's a fun idea, though. We'll that is a fun idea, though, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just just yeah, to see yeah, where where everybody has evolved over the time and what what they think the subject is at now. It will be kind of focused on the previous subject of UFOs, but just where we're at now, how we've evolved, how we've changed over the time. As long as, as, it's, brief, us, as, long as it's very brief about yes. you. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, thanks, Lens. <laughs> All right, we guys. were nervous coming on the stream. It's been a little while. Since no, you guys did fantastic. Yeah. This is like, well, yeah. you guys back into gear now. Yeah, nice are going to be like, oh, I want to go live now. Yeah. yeah brilliant. All right, guys. I'm going to hit the outro button. We love you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.